Good morning. Coming into my world, Steffi's world. I'm Steffi girl. It is 6.50 a.m. on a Friday morning. All I can say is that we made it to another one. It probably uh, came quicker this week being that we had a holiday thrown um, in there and everybody probably feels like you're a day behind or trying to play catch up. I have to think hard anyway to even remember what day it is. But um, down here it looks like it's going to be a nice uh, day. The sun is peeking through and coming up. It's not raining, no wicked weather. So it looks like it may be a good one. You know, we only at uh, 6.50 in the morning and we got to midnight tonight to go so no telling what could happen um this morning i really don't have a particular topic i'm just gonna um mix it up with some things that i'm seeing in these youtube streets that i'm spend a minute here and a minute there or whatnot um that's all that's all i got that's what i see what's uh what's going on i hope all is well wherever you are listening from um in the world okay let's get started first up um i see that the twitter uh streets the ones who are still left on there like myself are really talking about uh, anna casperin and jink on um tyt and their anti-trans stance um i don't know if you watch or listen to uh tyt but a popular um face on there ben who is uh trans left and he has a whole she excuse me she has a whole youtube video about it and she was just saying some things that went on especially a conversation with her and jink and jink must have got all of his feelings because uh it was pretty much she left she's too pure for us and just some other things and people have been talking all along about the change in direction of these two in particular so i'm like okay usually this is how it starts and usually this is how you pry before the downfall that's how that goes um i also see on here a popular uh, youtuber uh called crime tv that i used to watch her, her daughter is now homeless, and she's chronicled everything. I think it's been for just about a month. She's pretty much um, letting you know what's going on, letting you know what's seeing them. They're really not asking for anything. And this just our, excuse me, not homeless. The new politically correct term is houselessness. So they're houseless. And she was saying that they're going to have to be like that until... Um, she gets a job which she has that on the horizon and they can get a place i don't know um i believe she might have been in houston i caught a few of her videos she used to focus on a lot of crimes different cases a lot of domestic violence cases and usually cases uh affecting primarily us as far as black women and she was saying you had the ones that was biting off of it and youtube wasn't giving them the credit and showing it somewhere else like i said youtube is becoming accessible y'all don't even know you know i'm seeing certain ones they're 
growing and getting a big head. You don't want to stay on as long. I don't want to do this today. You, you, you see the change. And I always say, if you really want to see something in somebody, give them a few coins and some notoriety. And it's just, it's just something to see when it goes to your head because your channel could be struck. This could be here today, gone tomorrow, and then what? So, um, I look, uh, it's a lot of work to get your, to work on your channel and get it to there. And like I said, if I have a successful channel, I will right now. I'm not even putting in the work. I think you need a thousand subscribers or something like 4,000 plus watch hours. I could never get traction because like I said, I'm not going to put BS in the tagline. I'm not going to do clickbait. I'm not going to just live on celebrities. That's not what I'm going to do. It's too much other important ish out here for that. So that's not going to be me. So I don't know if my channel will ever take off. The next thing, <laughs> Kiki Palmer's baby daddy, boyfriend, partner, whatever you want to call him. Um, apparently she went to the Usher concert. Apparently he did not like what she had on and he addressed it on social media. And people are dragging him. You know, Twitter done went all down and they found um, his lack of W-2s because they say he's an out of work or an aspiring actor. My thing is this. Um, Kiki is the well-known one that's in the relationship. Why would you address this publicly? And if you don't know how this works by now, being with someone who's famous or a celebrity, now you know. You you just effed around and found out because the people don't like you. They don't know you. And now they really don't want to know you. And also that made you look like, it made you look jealous. And then you're trying to drag Usher into this because he hugged her and he serenaded her. Boy, bye. That's, that's all I can, I can come with that. So do with it what you will. Um... This gets a little interesting right here. Uh, the kitchenista, who is a social media person, or as her lawsuit states, a public figure, has filed uh, a lawsuit against Darius Cooks, the Hollins, and I believe an attorney. If you're not familiar with this drama, Darius Cooks was who I used to refer to as the Hennessy drinking chef because he did some um, Hennessy peach. Uh, peach cobbler and he did something else and he used to be in there drinking um, I made some bomb collard greens listening to him I used to watch his uh, his YouTube and his videos and stuff he too the big head when you he was able to go to Mexico and get your veneers and go out the country and get a little weight loss sur surgery you became very braggadocious which is a turn off to me um he started dipping around with credit repair and some other things. And that's where he messed up because in Georgia, something is illegal with that. 
and he did it and it started off a firestorm and stuff. He also was doing dining with Darius where he had these overpriced dinner parties in different cities. I know that he had gotten trouble using um, Airbnb for that and the people were pissed because they're thinking you just coming to hang out for the weekend. You having a whole dinner party. You having people at my house and one person was out of town but they seen they got wind they caught wind of what was going on because people started putting it out when they would find out about his parties and they had the police involved well all along him and the kitchen needs to have this this feud i think they either was going to collaborate or did collaborate on something small he was accused of stealing her recipes she said that he harassed her and it just went on I tried to throw support behind the kitchen nista, following follow her, support her. Her attitude gave a lot. And I tried to really look past it because she said she had been through a lot in her life. Gave a gave a little bit of her backstory. But I'm gonna tell you guys something. It starts to be a bit much when you've moved from place to place like you're running. It's almost like you're hiding from someone. And it's always something. The the latest thing would cause me just to be like, I don't want to see this no more. I've been doxxed. Um, people know I'm in rural Oak, Michigan. People know you're in rural Oak, Michigan because you chose to put the move and put your location out there. If I was really running from somebody, I would not tell them exactly where I'm at. Y'all know I'm in the Panhandle and in Northwest Florida. I've also said the city is at times. So if somebody wanted to find me, I wouldn't be too hard because I put that information out. But for a long time, I wouldn't even say it. For a long time, I, I, I wouldn't even even say it. But she did this. And now you're suing everybody and their mama. This has gone on a while. And what's crazy is... Darius still has followers. He still has a platform and he likes Teflon Don. He ain't went to jail yet. It's all kind of allegations, fraud, people ordering um, things from him, never got him. And then you had people, what I just talked about yesterday, wanting to align themselves with him. And then when the hashtag Darius Crook started, oh, they wanted to distance themselves. Had you done your research before, you wouldn't have had him interview and sit down. One of his exes drugged the the guy did videos talking about him and his amount of fraud and stuff that we didn't even know about. Why she's suing the Hollins? The Hollins were some people that uh, Darius uh, Docs, the wife, posted their kids, did some other stuff, and they made uh, a shirt. And the husband basically told Darius, you're going to have a forever problem with me. They were out of the D and they didn't play that ish. Now the Kitchenista is suing them, so like I said, a bunch of people and a bunch of drama. Darius is claiming the fame is, I believe, that he might have did a spot with um, Sonny Anderson off the Food Network, tried to clout Chase, drop her name, and she distanced herself from him immediately and made a statement and say he really was trying to get a show on the um, Food Network. That's not the way you go about it. So that's in the new um, in them YouTube streets. Um, I'm hearing, you know, everybody right now is trying to find the next thing, where to go with social media. And I'm hearing that if you join threads, you have to delete your Instagram 
somebody did something that says it may delete your Instagram. I don't want my IG after it. So that's why I'm pausing about threads. It's bad enough that Facebook is uh, tied to it because it's owned by the same person. But I don't want it after with. So I don't know about threads. Um, I'm hearing that it's a wait list on Spill. I don't know if I want to go over there. I'm trying to understand it. That was one thing what um, made me hesitant about fan base is when I don't really know how it works and I don't get it, I'm not one to jump on here. Everything that I've been on has been easy. Once I got the hang of Periscope, that was easy. I have been long time with Facebook and Twitter. I joined Facebook basically because when I left Michigan, I want to stay in touch with certain people. I want them to see my child grow up. I don't have a lot of pictures of him on there, but to give updates and to talk about him and have people to keep in touch. I had found people from high school, some old exes, this, that, and the third. Twitter, it was always cool about the followers, the 140 characters, and now we're here. We've let, well, not we, a Musk ox has taken over that has more money than sense in the form of Elon Musk. He's drove this app into the ground. He's made it uncomfortable. He's let the racists and all the people that were kept out back on there. And it's just a hot mess. He is changing stuff. You go and look at your stuff like I have a beautiful photo in my cover photo because I used to dabble in photography. You don't see that. Like, I, I see it, and it comes up for a minute, but I'm not sure if the public can see that. Why is my background solid? Oh, but I'm not one of your paying verified folks. I could care less about a blue checks, and I have celebrities and people following me. Well, used to. I ain't got time. I guess AIM is a bitch, a big... <laughs> Church of God in Christ uh, convention that is happening. The whole thing with India, I agree. Um, she had something to say and she posted it uh, under them about some performances and some things. And I'm going to say this. Like somebody said, if she wanted to stay at her kitchen table, maybe that's what it, where it should have stayed. Um, I'm sorry. If you hear the name Meg the Stallion, you know what kind of concert you're going to get. You know the things that are going to come out of her mouth. You know her signature moves. I don't understand it. Um, yes, Janelle Monet flashed her boob. She had a nipple cover on. It ain't no different than being in the... Uh, strip clubs. I found out in the D, you could not serve drinks and alcohol and be completely nude. I also found out very early on that certain parts had to be covered for it not to be considered against the law. So her nipple was covered and she was singing about her areola. Well, it, people got in their feelings, you know. Um, Janelle was saying she wasn't calling them two out, but she was just saying what Essence was presenting. Um, sometimes I think we take black excellence too far. You know what I'm saying? Essence is a series of concerts. It's a mixture of artists. Meg Thee Stallion did not come on until day near 1230 because I watched the stream. You got people talking about kids was there. If your kids was up that time of night and at a Megan Thee Stallion concert, that's something to say about your parenting. Meg should not have to 
change her music to accommodate your kids. India Ari has always been in the lane that she's been. Stay there. You know what I'm saying? But I'm pretty much like, they say Michael Jackson said this even after Eminem insulted him. Stevie Wonder was ready to get with him. He said, I don't come after another artist. And even though you say you weren't talking about these two sisters, they was mentioning everybody taking it like that. Reese Colbert, that's on the Clay Kane show, she's on Rolling, and she has her own show on um, Sirius XM, said it perfectly. And she got into it with a caller. And see, then she got to the root of the problem. The caller wasn't just mad with Megan Thee Stallion. The caller ended with her with him telling her, tell black women to wear their own hair and to stop twerking. First of all, I have hair with no additional inches than the inches that it is. And I don't twerk on demand. So who and why are you talking about? You know, it sparked um, artistry. It sparked a conversation about um, policing women's bodies, telling women what they can and cannot do. It's uh, exposed how people are hypocrites. You got Uncle Luke talking about is Janelle Monet going through a midlife crisis? I don't consider her midlife. And you, Uncle Luke, the nerve. Captain D, throw that D, pop that. You just walked out on the BET Awards at probably now you ought to be in your 60s, still grabbing your D, talking about pop that Duty Brown. And that's what you made your money off of. And you got the nerve to be talking about somebody having a midlife crisis. What's wrong with that girl? And he tweeted it out. And India Ari said it in what she put out there. Everything ain't for everybody. That's the way I feel. And sometimes you ought to just move on. Sometimes you ought to just move on. Essence ain't gonna change their lineup not one bit to accommodate her, and I can guarantee you she will probably not be invited to back to Essence Fest. I don't know if she's ever performed on Essence. And if they're doing too much and people um, have had enough, they'll stop going, they'll stop supporting. They're already doing little funky stuff as shut down an event that was at a black-owned bookstore because they have these so-called clean zones and where you can't have any other big events other than Essence Fest. And they set up there with something that had been planned at this black-owned bookstore for I don't know how long. You sent them a cease and desist and ultimately made the final decision at 7.30 the morning of the event that they could not have it. So Essence, y'all notice you're being watched. And some people really did not like um, different aspects about the show this year. So we shall see. We We shall see. What else is out there? Now, not seeing other stuff was stuff that was already in the uh, in the news. So, 
Um, Detroit is still reeling from the loss of the baby, the two-year-old that was found in an alleyway. The body of the two-year-old that was found in the alleyway um, a couple of days ago, little winter, or baby winter, and I think they're having another visual tonight. So they had one last night, and I think they're having another one tonight. It's a sad um, state of affairs, and again, this is another incident that's going to spark a conversation, mainly um, surrounding domestic violence, mainly surrounding violent criminals being let out uh, before they should be. I don't know how this monster wasn't due to be out until January 2024, but yet he was out in January 2022. I don't know why, and he is a violent repeat offender. I'm going to tell you something, how it works. Um, my ex and my abuser had been in trouble for domestic violence and drunk driving. And before you judge me, just listen to what I'm about to tell you. He, his last charge before he met me is when he went to court he knew that uh, Matt was there, Mothers Against Drunk Drivers, and he some kind of way found out that the judge was heavily, or she may have told him, I don't know. Anyway, he found out. And he didn't show any remorse. And where he probably could have gotten off with just probation, she slapped him with a year in jail. And he used to talk to me and brag to me like that was something. And he told me that he would have did more time because he wasn't going to show no remorse because, you know, in his eyes, like, he figured that he didn't do anything wrong. Me, not being on top of my game, did not run him. I should have Googled him and seen what was out there with him. And that's what a lot of people are telling women. You have to check these guys out. And it's nothing that it takes no effort to find out about their record. In fact, the mugshot that you see of the monster in Detroit smiling is one of his mugshots, and that's right on um, Otis, which is the offender tracking information system that Michigan used for you to find inmates and whatnot. And my ex was fresh out of jail when I met him. I was at a very low place in my life, coming out of another relationship, had recently uh, suffered a miscarriage, just a lot going on. And we was two broken people that came together, but hurt people hurt people. And I'm not saying that to make excuses for him, but he began putting his hands on me very early in the relationship. And that's what his history was, putting his hands on women. I had no idea. And when I got caught up in this, I didn't know how to navigate my way out of it. And I'm going to tell you something. With an abused woman, it's more so than, oh, she's stupid and she ought to just leave. I would have left. I wouldn't have did this. It's very easy to say that. But there is a whole mind thing and mindset that goes with this. And I like to say once you find out you're in it, it's like being caught up in a wind tunnel. You're caught. You're in it. And it just escalated, escalated, escalated. Well, he pulled a weapon on me, and I had to flee one night. And they did not arrest him. I called the police. He was on paper. The minute they would have ran him and seen him on probation because of him having police contact, he should have went in jail, went to jail. 
one reason I decided not to pursue anything is that they could not protect me. I knew about the jail overcrowding in Detroit and I knew that they was gonna let him right back out. And I knew if he went, he was really going to hurt me. And that's exactly what I told the officers that night. Since you're not gonna do anything, then I'm not I'm not pressing charges. And I know that may have been a stupid move, but that was me trying to protect myself and live. They tried, uh, I was in a welfare to work program at the time. They tried to entice me to file charges and I would not do it. And I even left for a little while and went back. It was around this time of year. It was around this time of year. And I would tell you the only thing that saved me and the only reason I'm gonna say it like this is because my grandfather had been on hospice and uh, cancer ultimately killed him. My grandfather passed and I had to come home. And when I came home, I decided that I had nothing to go back to in Detroit and I stayed. That's what saved my life. Also, my father had uh, had words with him on the phone leading up to that. And he started to poke around. I have a, a relative at the time that was in law enforcement and they found out his charges. And I'm gonna tell you, it was something to see on paper. And I had a cousin that pretty much told my daddy, he's dangerous and we got to get her away from him. So dad was on his way to the D. I just didn't know it. And he was gonna get me out of that situation because it clearly was a situation. But this uh, young lady who was stabbed, sexually assaulted, had her child kidnapped, and now has to bury that child, was not as fortunate. She was his ex. And she was trying probably to get out of this, but she probably still had to deal with him because they had a one-year-old son together. But she was described as his ex-girlfriend. We'll get deeper into all of this. Right now I'm pushing about the 25 minute mark and I'm not gonna keep you guys, plus I have class. I do uh, in class with Carl. We got a, a different class time today, so I'm gonna get up and kind of get prepared and in the mindset to drink that clean glass of water. I feel like that we're family that come together. Normally we have class on Saturday mornings, but we talk about different things. And this is the type of conversation. We have intelligent uh, conversation about things like uh, the professor, one of them, Doug, real deep into about the affirmative action and things like that so that's what i do and that's my mindset but if you want to connect with me you can follow me for a limited time only at cosby c-o-s-b-double-e i am miss cosby on insta if you find yourself stopped by the police try to make it home safely and out of that stop alive if you still mask and mask up over your mouth and over your nose try your best to love one another. Right now we need some love. This killing of us as women, and I wanna stay in that vein. I know that there's mass shootings, but right now I wanna speak to my women. You don't have to love your abuser. You do not have to be with your abuser. God did not put us here to be abused and use. That's not our purpose here. 
We have to love our babies more. And we have to be careful who we have in their lives because everybody doesn't mean them any good. And you have monsters that will take your child away from you if they can't get to you and hurt you. Say what needs to be said. Do what needs to be done. And try to fix what you can while you're here. Till the next time. Peace.